0: For a single soul Reaching up further And stepping in closer CG
1: and TV
0: To you. Hello everyone, welcome to Living Life. What is a true repentance how could one tell if someone is truly repenting before god now first of all it's something that only god would obviously know but for all of us how could we tell if a person is genuinely repenting and turning away from sin to obey god's words now when was your moment when you realized that you are a sinner and stood condemned before god because of sin and when you heard of the gospel of christ jesus when was it that you repented and believed him as your personal savior and lord we know that we have repented because we have the testimony of the moment when the holy spirit convicted our hearts and made us turn from our sins and come to know god and we experience this grace every more as we read scripture and our desire to live obeying God's words grow, I mean, which transforms our hearts so that we no longer stand in rebellion against Him. By the journey we walk, we slowly come to see that we are starting to bear that fruit that exemplifies a person who has repented before God. Just as Jesus said, by their fruit you will recognize them. Then let's take a look at today's passage and see what hinders Pharaoh From truly repenting, even after continuously experiencing all those plagues, that begins to bring Egypt to ruin. So let's take a look.
1: Exodus chapter 9, verses 27 through 35. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he said to them. The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. Pray to the Lord, for we have had enough thunder and hail. I will let you go. You don't have to stay any longer. Moses replied, When I have gone out of the city, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord. The thunder will stop and there will be no more hail, so you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. The flax and barley were destroyed since the barley had headed and the flax was in bloom. The wheat and spelt, however, were not destroyed because they ripened later. Then Moses left Pharaoh and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped, and the rain no longer poured down on the land. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and thunder had stopped, he sinned again. He and his officials hardened their hearts. So Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not let the Israelites go just as the Lord had said through Moses.
0: Even after we repent, that doesn't mean that all of us immediately stop sinning all at once. Our habits of those sinfulness sometimes take time to be disciplined and trained so that we slowly grow and mature to stop sinning. It takes much time reading scripture to discipline ourselves and catechizing ourselves with biblical doctrines. Also, there are indeed times when We, by the power of the Holy Spirit, stop our habitual sin instantly as our hearts are convicted. But there are some sins, such as our maybe personal characteristics, habitual sins, that takes time to stop, transform, and mature into the likeness of Christ our Lord. However, a rebellious heart that stands totally disobedient to God's command cannot be considered as a person simply making a mistake or be considered as a continuous simple habit that needs discipline and correction. Disobedience to God's word is still a representation that the person doesn't consider God as Lord and Master. There still needs to be a transfer of sovereign control over to God. And a rebellious heart means that the person is rejecting to submit one's heart to God's total control. Moreover, maybe a generally rebellious and negative person uh, might still have a characteristic of doubt, cynicism, or sarcasm and attitude, but we know once the heart begins to acknowledge God as the Lord, then that person begins to fear God, and one of the biggest changes that person begins to do is to confess confess his, uh, his or her sins before God in repentance, slowly and slowly that person begins to walk away from sin and rebelliousness and begins to experience sanctification by the power of the Holy Spirit working within as the person grows to know more about God through Scripture. Thus the difference between a person who generally repent and does not repent is whether that person fears God and desires to know more about Him or not therefore when we look at pharaoh's words in verse 27 to 28 what seems to be a confession of sins is actually not a true confession the reason is because it does not display a genuine willingness to know more about him and also we can see that he does not fear god either his words seem more political because he negotiates with moses to cut a deal in verse 28, you can see that he asked Moses to pray to his Lord, his God, so that this hailstorm stops. And in return, he's willing to let the Hebrews go only under his suggested circumstances. Therefore, we can see from the text that Pharaoh is trying to be in control in this negotiation, unwilling to submit to the power of God in fear. Then how are we supposed to understand verse 27? It reads, Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned. He said to them, The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. It sounds like he is confessing his sins. However, when you look at the Hebrew text, the verb sin can also mean here mistake or unjust, depending on the context. Sin means in Hebrew to miss the target, and it could really simply mean that. By the context of Exodus, we know that the Pharaoh has not genuinely changed his rebellious hearts. And that allows us to understand verse 27 something like this. He's saying, Well, this time I have made a mistake. Or it could also mean, This time I have acted unjustly. My bad, my mistake. That is why the Lord was correct this time, and I and my people were wrong, because I've acted unjustly this time. But that doesn't mean that I'm genuinely sorry to your God. So based on this, we can, know, we can now understand why Moses says in verse 30, But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. Moses could tell from Pharaoh's attitude and words that he has not changed his heart even if the hailstorm is killing people and destroying crops that people need uh, for that year for harvest. Even if God knew and even if Moses could tell that Pharaoh wasn't repenting, what's interesting to see in today's passage is that God wills to let the hailstorm stop. Moses say in verse twenty nine, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord. A request is made through the mediator of God mediator to God, and God responds with mercy, for he stops his judgment that fell on Egypt. When we look at this, we see God's attitude of mercy. He does not want to destroy and make everything perish. Just as 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says, The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise as some understand slowness. Instead, He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. He is willing to stop the hailstorm and bring them into submission. The only problem is that Uh, is that Pharaoh and his officials hardens their hearts once the hailstorm stops. So what is true repentance? It's submission to God's authority, letting go of your rebellious heart, acknowledging your sinfulness before God. And what's amazing, amazing is that God wills to offer mercy with patience because God is slow to anger. However, that doesn't mean that God will be merciful to a person forever, for after clear warnings, God's judgment will come just as we see in the story of Exodus. This doesn't allow anyone to prolong their sinful lifestyle, but rather gives us an opportunity to take heed immediately and come to the Lord who is merciful. God punishes the wicked so that those who hear and witness may be convicted in order to repent before God of their sinfulness. So let us look at ourselves, examine ourselves, and see if we too have hardened our hearts before God. Even if we have repented and believed in Christ Jesus, we might still have areas that haven't changed yet because of our sinfulness, our rebelliousness, or even our stubbornness. There might still be areas in our life that need discipline and continual grace in order to transform and be sanctified. I hope that today's passage sheds light in allowing you to see and look at yourself let us pray father Lord allow us to look at ourselves by the Holy Spirit so that we can see if there's anything still standing against your will bring us to complete obedience to your word and let the Holy Spirit guide us so that we could obey not just your command but also to obey the very command to love you with all our hearts and our mind and our soul. Lord God, help us. I ask this in your Son's name. Amen.
1: For a single
0: soul,